verse 16. 16, yes, Verse 24. Chapter 8, the first four verses. You go to chapter 8, verse, verse 1 through 4. You read all four verses. Yeah, one, two, four, not just verse four. Did you listen up? Verse 7 through 11. Verse 7 through 11, yes, I'm sorry. Okay. Wayne, you already mentioned this, I guess, but I know you did, but um, it's true that throughout this whole ordeal, Noah's faith was manifested. He continued with steady obedience to God, whatever God told him to do. And once everyone was in the ark, his family and all the animals, what did God do? Shut him in. God shut the door. I don't know that I've ever read any ideas, and that's all it would be, about how deep the water might have been, but I don't think it's very deep. But the rains were coming. And God shut the door. And again, this was an act of grace for Noah and his family. Peter addresses this issue in 2 Peter chapter 2, and he links together Noah's deliverance with that of Lot from Sodom and Gomorrah. But in verse 9 of chapter 2 of 2 Peter, Peter makes a wonderful statement. Peter says that God knows how to rescue his people. Is that true? 
Yes. And by the way, if he could rescue Noah and his family, guess who else he can rescue? He can rescue us. Oh, yes, absolutely. Uh, your question is, do you think Noah had a hint that God would repopulate the earth? Yes, I do. Now, listen, we're not giving every detail here. But, Wayne, I believe that God gave Noah even more instruction than we read in the Scripture. But first of all, <laughs> growing up, we had two horses. And I had to feed them every day. I hated it. Can you imagine feeding 30,000 animals? Now, there are a lot of things that could have happened. I mean, God could have caused them to go into hibernation. We're not told that. But that probably didn't all happen because there was food for everything on the ark. But yes, I do believe that God gave him further instruction that we don't read the scriptures. You know, how would Noah take care of all this stuff? What would he know what to do? I mean, wouldn't you, wouldn't you agree... Uh, that would be an overwhelming task. And this is not just for a day or two. For a year, over a year. Dealing with that situation. So yes, I, I think that Noah did know that God was going to replenish the earth. But God does know how to rescue his people. Now think about this. When that door closed... I don't know how, how God told Noah to do that as far as sealing that door up. But when that door closed, it saved Noah and his family and those animals in the ark. But what did it mean for those outside the ark? Say what now? Couldn't get it. So what? what was the situation? It was too late. It was too Yes. Yeah, I mean, it, I don't know exactly how it was designed, but it wasn't. It didn't get any water in it. Now it's interesting. Noah didn't know how to build an ark, but God did. It's it's an amazing structure, the way it's built. Uh, Jesus talked about this, and. Reflecting back to Noah's flood, he tells us that the same way there was spiritual apathy then, when he, when Jesus comes, there'll be spiritual apathy then as well. So what what are we seeing today? Spiritual apathy. Christ could come at any time. So Noah warns them. They laughed at him. And when the flood came, they were not prepared, and because they perished. So not only did it rain, what else happened to bring water? The fountains of the deep gushed forth. We can only imagine what that was like. It would have been a, 
a torrential, a, a torrential happening, if you will. And so the water was not only pouring down from the sky, it was coming up from below. And wow. And then the Bible says it remained for another five months. Then finally, by coincidence, the rain stopped. What are you shaking your head about, Lavenda? I'm the teacher here. Yeah, it stopped because God told it to stop. Yes. No kidding. Wow. Mm-hmm. You, should. you know, that's it's kind of neat because you think, you know, inch rain, that's nothing. <laughs> when you put it all, can you imagine that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's unbelievable. I just can't imagine. I just I, thank you, Treasure. Good. And now I never thought of it that way. That's that's really good. My goodness. Uh, Hundred fifty days. The rain stopped. Because God said to stop. He closed the fountains of the deep. And the Bible said the water began to recede. And the ark came to rest Mount uh, Arat. Now, by the way, I mentioned a moment ago, there were some who say it was only a local flood. But the Bible says that the water, that one inch of rain <laughs> over the area, was 15 cubits, or about 21 feet above the highest mountain peak. What does that tell you? Yeah, it wasn't local. I mean, one thing about water, and by the way, if you don't know this, you're going to go home with another wrinkle in your brain. When you learn something, you get another wrinkle. My brain is so wrinkled, I can't hardly stand. But anyway, water is self-leveling. It is self-leveling. Can you imagine that? Because if water is 15 foot above, or 21 feet above the highest mountain peak, if it wasn't everywhere, I guess what happened? It would, it would, it would sink down and begin to level off. It is self So, 150 days, five months, the ark now resting on top of that mountain. And Noah released a raven. Now I'm going to put this out there because I didn't think about this till this morning because I read over that again in my office. And help me out because I didn't, I didn't read it, so I just looked at the verses. It could be possibly sent the raven and the dove out at the same time. Now I've always run the perspective that he 
sent them out two separate times. But anyway, that is not that important. Uh, what happened to the raven? He didn't come back. Don't ask me why, because the Bible didn't tell us why. Uh, but the raven is a scavenger bird. It'll eat anything dead, even from landfills. doesn't matter what today. But Noah sends this dove out and trying to see how far the waters had gone down. And it wasn't long the dove came back because the dove couldn't find anywhere to land. And so it returned to the ark. He released that dove a second time and the dove comes back with an olive branch. And Noah realized the waters have gone down at least that far. That waters are receding. So uh, the third week, after 21 more days, he releases the dove again. And this time, the dove doesn't come back. So Noah knows the dove have found a place to rest. The waters have abated off of the earth. So Noah realizes that's a sign, that it's okay, and they leave the ark. You can't do that, Jeff. We've got one more point to do here. So I guess in a way of application, do you think... When God initially told Noah what to do, do you think it made sense to Noah? Probably not. But he obeyed anyway. So us, you and I, we need to obey God even when it doesn't make sense. Is that first bell, Jason? Okay, we got a minute right here. So let me ask you a couple of questions here. What is the link between believing and obeying? And they are linked. So how are they linked? Faith, I realize that. But what links them together? If you believe, you'll do what? You will obey. Isn't that true? If you truly believe, we will obey. Can you imagine being Mrs. Noah, his sons and daughters-in-law, they'll think, you know what, Dad has never built a boat before. And we're going to get on this thing and depend on it, this prototype for Dad, to keep us. I think that tells me that Noah's faith was strong enough it encouraged the faith of his children, his wife, and his son. Final question. And this is certainly subjective. What do you think it might have been like being on that ark? No, it probably wouldn't be too pleasant, right? Kind of noisy. <laughs> I wonder who's going to say that. 
Wow. Now, again, and, and Rhonda, I know you've been, I've not been, but I know they have different ways they're trying to maybe, scenarios they put out there to tell you how this might have happened. Uh, certainly, God had to design a good ventilation system. Wouldn't you agree? I hope so. Uh, you know, again, we don't know what it is, but we know it works. And Wayne, I don't know about you. I'm glad that God saved Noah. And he did reprove this earth. Even though when he did, Noah sinned. It wasn't perfect. We didn't get that far at this point. And God says, even though I know man is still evil, I will not flood with water again. Next week, we're going to take a hot topic. We're going to find out that God designed us male and female. We'll be in Genesis, we'll be in Ephesians, we'll be in uh, 1 Corinthians as well. Jason, do, do we have a new quarters yet? Okay. Let's all stand. Thank you for coming this morning. By the way, thank you for the input that helped the lesson go so much better. Let's pray. Father, we love you today and we thank you for your word. God, help us to live a life of faith like Noah did, God, that we'll be obedient even when we don't understand. We'll ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless.